In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you hit the subscribe button? Um, send us your constructive comments. Uh, and uh, above all, keep us in your prayers. Uh, we've talked about Advent, we've talked about Christmas. We're just past now the Feast of Christmas. Uh, we're still in Christmas tide, but, you know, to a load of intents and purposes, we've passed Christmas. And I just want to ask you uh, whether you, like me, have not had the experience around now and in the beginning of January of anticlimax. And I would suggest to you that humanly, and I know some of you will say, oh, well, a Christian has no business dealing in anticlimax. We're, we're always the same. You know, we're, we're, we're always full of hope. No, we're not. You stop that pious nonsense. We're not full of hope. You try that in the west of Ireland with the rain sheeting at you horizontally at the beginning of January and the early evenings and the dark and the fog and the moor and the bog and all the rest of it. Go out of that. No, no, no. Christmas irradiates all of December. Darkest of months. Coldest of months. Rain-sodden month. It radiates it with hope. And, and, and the interplay there of the spiritual and the material, the crassly commercial and the sublime, um, the sublime root, gospel-rooted, uh, Christocentric uh, teachings of the church regarding the celebration of the incarnation of the living word, th there's a, an interplay there the whole time. It, it can be very displeasing at times to believers, but it's there and it's inevitable. Hmm? It's inevitable. Evelyn Waugh used to say to people who looked down their noses at plastic rosary beads that, you know, sort of were in garish colours and all the rest of it, he said, the faith is, the faith is universal. And then we have the warmth of the sacred liturgy after Advent. After the purple of Advent, you have the blaze of Christmas colour, the white or gold vestments, the, whole, the incense, the whole, the whole thing of the, the, the joyous return of praise to the Creator for the incarnation. And then, wallop. <laughs> you hit normal life again. Now, a friend of mine, I mean, this happens in other ways too, a friend of mine, a priest friend of mine, he's gone to God now for, for years, but, but I remember his saying to me uh, <clears throat> that his mother uh, used to so enjoy the annual novena at the cathedral, which was conducted by the Redemptorist Fathers. The vestments, the colour, the, the, ex, you know, the sermons, the, the, the whole atmosphere around it. She used to enjoy that so much that she would go in, she would be on a high for the nine days and go into an acute depression after it. She would have, literally, withdrawal symptoms. And this, this can be a Catholic problem. It's a human problem. Okay? It's, it's, it's a notorious problem for... It's a notorious issue, for instance, in human intimacy. I won't go any further. But even Aquinas talked about it. It can be, it can be a problem in work... 
It can be a problem in, in, with, even with reading, with study, with so many different ways where you're looking forward to something. You just get the exams finished. If only I could get, get the exams finished and it will, be, it will be happy days. The broad, sunlit uplands, as Churchill said. And then, anticlimax. You know, the exams are finished. You've gone out for a few beers, a pizza, a meal, whatever it was. You've, you've did the, done the post-mortem with friends and, and then it's just life. If only I could get this done. If only I could get that done. If only I could get through the trouble I'm in. What magnificent heaven on earth will result after that? No, no, no. You will get a taste, an amuse bouche, a little starter, a little quelque chose to tickle your palate with regard to heaven. It's a taste of heaven. But it's not heaven. You're on earth. And that's what you realise. It's not as if generally for people things are so awful afterwards. It's just that the heaven didn't continue. But that's not our lot. And so just as you have life, you, you have the Christmas, you have the Advent in life, you have the Christmas in so much of life, so also you have the end of December and the beginning of January in so much life. I remember when I ran a school, my God, the boys were so bold, they were so naughty when we come back in, in January. It's just, it's just as if everybody sort of was, was hit with this anticlimax. And the trees were bare, bare runed choirs where late the sweet birds sang. The trees were bare and everything was wet. You're, you're in Ireland, you know. Uh, no. Anticlimax. I'm telling you now that you need a spirituality of anticlimax. Sorry, you and me both, we need a spirituality of anticlimax. I'm telling you now that we need a spirituality of the resurrection. And you should not even think of, I should not even think of the dark weeks that still remain after Christmas when the feast has passed away uh, and we've finished the turkey leftovers the next day and all the rest of it and the liturgy gradually changes back to ordinary time. Uh, no, no, no. We are passing into the foyer to the greatest feast of all, the great feast of Easter. So we are continually moving towards those two, between those two poles in the church's year to celebrating the incarnation of all our hopes, of the hopes of all creation, often unspoken, tacit. And then the crucifixion, death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is, remember, the ultimate testing of God's love for humanity. And it rings true. Right through. I want you to keep that in mind. Your spirituality of anticlimax. There is no anticlimax properly understood. We pass from one major feast to the runway to another. We are continually trying to steal from the table of heaven. And thank God for it. And God bless it. That's how we get through anticlimax. That's how we get through so-called ordinary life. 
It's because in Tupperware boxes, so to speak, in 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 Kilner jars, in in all sorts of different ways, we have heavenly preserves ready for the bad times. Yeah? We have the preserved fruits from the table of God. And so enjoy Christmas. Steal from God's table for Christmas. But don't be fool enough to stop doing it afterwards and to eating what you put aside. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.